I'm Dallas. And I'm Giovanni. This is Black in Session. We are on another episode of of uh, Gossip Girl, Firewalks with Z, Z, I think it's called. I guess it's title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, big birthday. Which apparently is like a Twin Peaks reference. I didn't even know Twin Peaks had a movie. I was like, what? Okay. I thought someone I never gonna, watched it. I thought someone was going to sit on fire like in the first episode with that fashion show. Oh. I was like that could have been fireworks with Z because she literally, you know, Julian was literally walking and that was fire. But whatever. But anyway. No, yeah, their their titles are usually just like puns off of a something. Or in another. the original series, they were classic movies, and then they kind of started getting a little bit more modern every now and then. This seems like it's all over the place movies, um, but they also tend to relate in some shape or form to. Yeah. I don't really get this one, other than that being mainly about Zoya. But go on. Sorry, I interrupt. No, yeah. So big birthday episode. It's Zoya's birthday. Um, a lot happens. Uh, so shall we just get into it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think. So I I I missed it at first. I guess I'm just slow. But like it was early on in the episode. I don't know if Zoya said it straight up that like. Her mom died giving birth to her. Because at first it was, it's my anniversary. You know, when she was talking to Obi, Obi, you know, got those food trucks, which I was like, oh, that's a really nice gesture. Also, I know one of those food trucks, the the waffle place that would be over there by um, Bryant Park a lot. I like that one. Um, But yeah, actually, that was one of the first food trucks I had in New York. But yeah, Um, she told him like, hey, you know, this is not a day to celebrate. Um, and then, you know, she kind of insinuated that, you know, that's the day her mom died. But did she say it outright? I felt like... No, she outright says it in the first scene that she's in. Really? When okay. Her dad, when her dad has the little, like, um, birthday cake thing, donut, whatever. Oh, okay. Street. I don't know how I missed that. But yeah. She says, she, she says something to the fact of, um, oh, it's also like the day that my immunocompromised mom died giving birth to me. Okay, I don't know how I missed that. But yeah, so OB, ever so patient, you know, was trying to do something nice. And then she told him then, right? Am I tripping? Like when? I believe she did. Okay. But yeah, so she's, I think that's a very, I don't know, it's a sad situation. You know, like your entire, every birthday you have is has this dark cloud over it. It's like also the day that your very mom died. And I, I think there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack in this episode. I guess we should just go yeah. by like, should we go by storyline? Because I'm thinking about the relationship between Zoya and Julian. And I'm like, does, does Julian ever, does she have any resentment towards her because of that? Like, I don't think that was ever unpacked. They mostly focused on, go ahead. Honestly, I don't think she has any resentment towards her about I don't think like at no moment in the uh, at no moment in the episode did I 
or did they give us an indication that she was like you killed our, you know like very often like in these type of storylines it's like one of them is like you killed our mom or whatever and if you i don't know if you caught this but in julian's one of part of julian's opening scenes she's getting ready to text the long hey i know things are weird happy birthday text mm-hmm. ends up not sending it um which to me suggests like oh so like she's she knows this is her birthday and she know obviously because both of them are. yeah but she clearly doesn't have any like ill fuck you bitch even though they're not on like the best of terms at that moment so i don't i think from what i've seen from julian over this course of the series so far she's a lot more emotionally mature than i think most of the cast honestly um she's not perfect but i think she seems very much like you know you're still my sister she died and that's like super sad for everybody involved but you're also here you know so it's like that like li- like living vicariously through my sister to get re- experience um, yeah i think the main thing oh side note the actress uh that was something alexander right i don't know but i think it's jordan alexander. jordan alexander yeah I was like, it starts with a J also. She does this thing where she's talking, where she shakes her head a lot. Have you noticed that? It's like, yeah. I think it's because I'm sure. Yes. Not that I've noticed, like, oh, I picked up on it, but now that you're telling me to, like, back on oh. I think it's also we probably noticed it because she has no hair. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Yeah, yeah. she shakes her head a lot. Just like, yeah, and I'm just, I just, what how I feel. Anyway. So, I, you know, like, sometimes I feel like you, you, a lot of people with long hair, let's say people with long hair might like emote using their hair in some shape or form. When yeah. you don't have it, you have to like you're shaking your hair. Overcompensate um, to show sense. that, like, because she's, I mean, she's very striking. And so it's a lot of it is very facial, facial, like, and so, yeah. But yeah, so basically, the set, the, this storyline is what takes up the bulk of the episode, and it, like, get the sense that Zoya doesn't like celebrating her birthday on this day. She feels very much tormented by this idea that she was born and seeing her mom died. Her and Julian are kind of, Julian is very like open, optimistic at the very beginning of the episode. And you see slowly how just everything that's happened has soured Julian to Zoya. And so she's immediately assuming that she's responsible for all the negative things. Do you think it being Zoya's birthday, it being the death of her mom is is something that, you know, she was already on that track, but do you think that's something that sparked Julian to be like, you know what, when she did the IG live, like, I'm going natural, you know what I mean? This, I'm just, you know, no makeup, this is me, unfiltered. I mean, she was, you know, in previous episodes already, she was, you know, heading that direction, but it being her mom's death, it's like, you know what? This the day I didn't think it. about that, but I think you're right. I think she would have gotten here eventually, but I think the significance of the day probably... Um, Life is short, all that. You know, and that's what she mentions from her kind of talking about her mom later on in the episode. Like yeah. The qualities that her mom... Her mom seems like she would have been very much a, like... Yeah. Love and light, you know, best foot forward type of person, except for the whole... You know, Which again, cheating. sparks and, Luna and Monet, and I'm just like... I feel like Luna is just evil. My queen bees, baby. My Lu- queen bees. Luna is evil, and I just I, she's scary. Like I, I would not want to get on her bad side. Just how malicious, you know what I mean? Just like insidious. Like when she went up to <laughs> to Zoya, she's like, "Yeah, Julie, wants you going?" 
and like oh there's something you know like you know just like oh, she's like oh and like i didn't think she would actually use it but it's my bad and they're like what yes. what and she walks away she's eating up that role absolutely just eating evil pure evil oh, yes. incarnate yes 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 i feel like her and monet i mean they, they play the same role but they they do a good job at differentiating themselves enough where you're like okay I mean, I think Luna is the star, the standout of the two. Monet, you know, she does what she she does. You know, she she's. There. I think I think this episode more so got me to understand. Luna is very much the deadpan. I just want things to be the social hierarchy, whereas Monet is, seems more of like I need this to go a certain way for my own personal gain. Yep. Um. So, which so, is interesting. So who um. Who tipped off the building that Zoya is staying with her grandmother at her grandmother's apartment without her being there? Remember, you, uh, you guessed it too. I it was Luna. It. it was Luna for sure? Okay. Yeah. Because remember, they were like, oh, did you, is the plan on, are we all set for today? And she's like, are the first missiles being delivered? And I think the next scene after that was when okay. we saw yeah. um, the thing thrown on the, or not thrown, but like, under and the you door guessed that, door. you guessed that last week. This is, listeners, Go outside in the world. Outside in the world, don't watch too much TV because when you do, you just learn to pick up on patterns all of it, all of it. and just recognize things. And then <laughs> it has ruined a lot of television for me because sometimes I'm just able to predict. Well, based on the evidence that's happened so far and what I know about TV in these situations, because you know, for every original idea, there's ten unoriginal ideas. Yeah. So like we're all telling the same story, slightly different. But yeah, it was Luna. She. I guess maybe anonymous anonymous tip. Um, yeah, but did anything come of that, or is that just like a seed planted for later? Like it's I was like, trying to because I, I was thinking about that, and so I tried to pay attention to that little thread throughout the episode, and I don't think they got resolved. The only the last sort of reference to it was when Julian's dad was like, "Hey," to her, um, to Zoya's dad was like, "Hey, if you need help with anything, like I had," and he was like, "No, I got it." Um, so I foresee that this will probably be like either a small background like plot line or it gets resolved in the next episode given the way the pace of the show is going. It'll probably be wrapped up by the end of the next episode. Probably. So, um, or never mentioned again. Side note, were you getting sexual tension between the dads because I was and I was here for it if they were about to make out. That, I would ship that so hard. That would be interesting. No, for me it's just they felt like their plot has been simmering. And they just haven't done anything. Like there's never been. Any, it's just been like I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. Okay, let's work it out. You know, like, but nothing dramatic has really happened between them. That would be interesting and on brand, I think. I think it'll probably like blow up when we get to the moment where we actually learn exactly what happened. Yeah. Back all those years ago, which I guess none of the characters, well, just joined, but um, yeah. But anyway. So we see how Zoya and Julian basically through machinations of Luna and Monet are pitted against each other, competing birthdays, and they're forced to do the birthdays together. And you see Zoya's slow descent um, into uh, crazy Upper East Side bitch mode. And we get introduced to a cameo recurring I hope character that I was not prepared for um 
the character of Milo Spark, which I know means nothing to you. No, I, Dallas. I saw people on Twitter. I was like, what the hell? First, I was like, why is this random middle school kid? Which, again, having taught mm-hmm. private school, that is a thing because a lot of times no, ele- yeah, yeah. elementary, middle, and, and, pri- and uh, upper school, high school are in the same building. So, like, if they're like siblings, they get to like have lunch together or stuff like that or see each other. So, yeah, yeah that, that intermixing is real. But yeah, I just, I didn't know who he was. And I saw on Twitter, people were like, oh my God, so-and-so's. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess. That, see, that was like a fun way that you can introduce characters or reintroduce characters from the original series, but not make it like, because he was very important to the plot, but not like, this is the Milo episode and we didn't even meet his mom, which could have been a very easy like background cameo. But I, I enjoyed that. Who was and, his uh, mom in the original show? So you didn't want finish the first season, right? Mm-mm. Okay, so his mom is a character named Georgina Sparks. She shows up in the last like third of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think the first season happened in the writing, during the writer's strike. And then they aired all their episodes that they had before then. And when they came back, they came back swinging. Um, and they introduced, she's like a former, she's like of their world. But she's like, I think like one or two years older than them. And she like comes back into town. She was a party girl with Serena. She's basically the reason why Serena ends up leaving mm. town. And you find out that she's like a devious bitch and she tries to manipulate and she like dates Dan to get back at Serena. And it's like a whole thing. Um, and then over the course of the series, there's this rivalry that forms between her and Blair of like being evil bitches, manipulate. But she's like a very fan favorite character. Okay. Whenever she's there, it's just like, oh shit, Chaos. what is Georgina about to do? But um, Georgina Sparks is an icon. She is feminism. Um, she is and will always be the moment. That's, what That's literally, mean. that was literally the tweet. <laughs> she is the moment. I was like, oh, okay. And there was like pictures of her next to like famous people, a whole bunch right. of famous people. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah, so it was cool to see um, like Zoya because again, she's not from this world, but but she needs to be able to compete against Luna and Monet. So to have someone of the Sparks name, really like, that's how you do it. Why was he so helpful? He just wanted to get. He wanted to bring down Julian. Um, I think based on what we know about his like mom, it's all about just like chaos. Yeah, fucking shit up. Fuck shit up. Topple the the patriarchy or well it's not really patriarchy. Yeah, the matriarchy. You know? I don't know. Um matriarchy? I don't know. You know, the, yeah. the queen though. The monarchy. Monarchy, that's it. Um but yeah. Um I hope that we see him again later in the season, because um, I feel like I feel like he'll have a little bit more a more important moments that are like, oh yeah. And then what was that whole throwaway line? Like he gave I, I he was talking oh, yeah, to Luna. he gave somebody E. coli, and at first like, I was like, I'm thinking like E. coli, I'm thinking like a, like a... STD? Like chicken pots or something like that, and then I really had to like think, wait, no, isn't that like a, like a, gen, like a genuine like life-threatening disease? And I was like, wow. Uh, but I think that's supposed to like play up on like his mom being like... Yeah. Or did, spoiler alert. Um, so I think it's like, well, what is the next generation of her gonna do? Oh, yeah. It made sense, but I was like, oh, man, that's like more. That's the most illegal thing to do. Biological warfare. 
It's interesting because Gossip Girl, yeah, I feel like the, the importance of the teachers being Gossip Girl was kind of diminished here because you had Luna and you had Milo. They were the ones really instigating this um, in this episode for the most part. You know what I mean? But they are only able to do that because the platform of Gossip so Gossip Girl it's can like, pick. It's like the centralized, you know, place that all the students go to to get all the information, right? It's yeah. it's the shade room of the Upper East Side, right? Where it's like you get all your news. Um, yeah. Like they, they could have done, if Gossip Girl didn't, they could have done this, but not in like a centralized way. That makes sense. Okay. And then uh, we have Aki and Audrey um which they just, Wait, they just well, did you were we did you want to wrap up that storyline between julian and oh in my mind i was going like later? i was going oh, okay, about like okay, go ahead, go ahead. no go no ahead. we can do that we can wrap up storyline no we can however you want to flow it i think last time we went like storyline versus storyline but we can you know test the wood uh yeah so aki and audrey they were just avoiding each other which is just, her name correctly yay yeah. I wrote it down, <laughs> but no, yeah, I um, I don't know what's going on with that. It's just like okay, and then he finally comes out. He's like, "I'm by," which is okay. He names it, but what are they doing? <laughs> they're doing it together. That's what they're doing. Are they uh, even doing that? <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I didn't leave this episode necessarily having a better understanding of where they stand other than just now we know for sure that he's not just gay, he's bisexual, which I think you know, I thought he was going to be anyway. Uh, I guess it just confirms it for us, but I mean, like he says like he wants to be with her and I believe that. I don't think she wants to be with him. Why are they avoiding? He was avoiding her more than anything, right? Cause he didn't want to come she out. She was avoiding him too. Yeah, I just remember that out there with the food truck. She saw him, and he just like, like a Looney Tunes character just disappeared. Yeah, I mean, cause they they so it was confirmed that they both know that, that she knows that like he had kissed, what's his face, like a dude basically. Yeah, cause um, when he when Max was on cocaine, he what he told he told everything to both of them. Right there. Yeah, but the way the episode ended was weird. I was I think we talked about it. We were just like, so they're just gonna date. like I was like somebody I feel like there's a miscommunication, but no, they understood. Yeah. Um but I can understand like his his transgression is a lot more like there's a lot more to unpack there than hers. Like, oh you saw somebody else. Like that is a big deal, but also it's like like you kissed a dude. That's why we had that scene with Julian where they were talking about it. It was like, well, you know, Ask him, ask him what it is, and be, and then be prepared for his answer. Little, give him. I like, I like when she said that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, ask him, but then also, you know, don't be judgmental. Like, be open to whatever he's gonna say. If you're gonna ask the question, you have to be ready for whatever the answer might. Exactly. Yeah. And she was, and I mean, I think I do wish. I, I do kind of wish. Well, no. I wonder how it is. Young. No, I do wonder how it is. Like, because when I think of a lot of black women dating a bi person, a bi guy, a lot of times, like you know, just in black culture, they are more hesitant to like 
are you actually gay and just pretending to be bi? But I don't know if it's the same for white women. If they're like, oh, you're bi, great. I think it's a generation thing. Yeah, it might be a generation thing, as I was thinking I, about do, I do think that there is something to, like, the cultural, racialness yeah. of it all. I don't want to pretend that it's, you know, not there. But even from, like, the other show generation, right? Like, I, I, I definitely see this being more of accepting right because yeah. like think about like insecure when molly was dating the guy who wasn't even bisexual he just had a an account a, a encounter an yeah. encounter um and how that was just like a no-go for her um and i would argue that molly's probably you know on the higher end of millennial and these kids are most likely gen z so yeah it's interesting to think about though but I guess they'll leave the episode still together. Yeah, they're still together. Kind of. But they. I also think that they each have like these unresolved sexual wounds for Mr. Max Wolf. No, yeah. Um, who we will get. With. You want to just get, get? You want to just get to it? I'm trying to think of what other storyline. Leash. My thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Um. See, or I guess that was basically those were the main storylines. Was like what's going on between Julie and Zoya. Obi's kind of there. You kind of just see him sort of starting to see the like. Oh no, yeah, it, it's it's <laughs> happening. Yeah, like he does not like yeah. how Zoya's acting, and we all we see that happening. He is extremely patient. Uh, at this point, I'm wondering what you said. Impatient or patient? extremely patient. Um, at this um, point, I am wondering what he sees in Zoya because. She's not like the other girls. It is consistent. That's what but it is. It's consistently been dramatic, you know? It's, um, even though Zoya is not this, in his, in this world, she is the manic pixie dream girl, right? Yeah. She is the, like, outsider, you know, off to her own beat or whatever the phrase is. Like, again, she's not a Zoe Deschanel at all, but in comparison to the other female characters on this cast, um, she is, and so he's like, oh, different, ooh, cultured, and not in a snobby way, you know? Yeah. So that's that's what he sees. Yeah. But yeah, I honestly, he could go. He's the weakest thing for me in this cast. I would like, agree. I, I was more compelled and actually appreciate that they spent more time on the Zoya, Julian, just like them part of it yeah unless how much obi was involved in it because it could have easily been like obi like could have been a bigger factor into the episode so so julian wanted zoya gone she she went on her revenge path after milo uncovered that tweet right that was the moment she was like okay she needs to leave yeah and that's when i think she went full on i'm gonna release the video which I didn't like that moment because of it just it just flipped so fast like she shut like there was a lot there was a lot to unpack I, there there was a lot there there they were missing a scene yeah and something that would have happened in the original show is that it would have shown Julie would have realized oh fuck turn it off turn it off and then we would have like cut aren't you probably and when we come back, there would have been like a breather scene of like her either talking to Zoya herself or talking to another character that's gonna be like, that was kind of like the, maybe even her dad. Like maybe her dad would have been like a, 
why would you do that? Da, 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 da. Like some, there needed to be like another moment that gets her all the way there. But I guess it makes sense now that I think about it because what's different between like Blair Walder from the original series and Julian is that you get the sense that Julian is nice. She is a good person from the very beginning. She's nicer than Monet and Luna at least. So it's not that far of a reach, but in that moment, it just felt very like, what? Now we're taking out our phone? What? What's going on? Um, I also, I feel like they may have potentially wrote themselves into a corner. How so? Because she's like, now you have this on camera. I'm never bullying anyone again. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. So now you've just taken out the, the, the fang, her teeth out. Yeah. Because now the minute she's, does anything like this can just blow back on her and you then be like, oh, were, yeah, exactly. You said you were never being a bully, yeah. So it's just kind of so now we're like expecting her to be not, which is fine, but like it's removing her, it's it's not allowing her to play in the same way that Monet and Luna will be able to play throughout the season. But I think, I think at that point, then she would have to really rely on Monet and Luna to do all the you know, to do all the stuff and be like, what that wasn't me. But those are your people. Yeah. You remember she says it's like I forgot exactly what she said, but it was something about the fact of like because I'm like essentially because I'm at the top, like I can do these things whether I directly do it or not. Yeah, um, and like people associate other people with her or actions. I mean, I think this episode in particular highlights my issue with the show like i'm enjoying it but like there is something about tension like things like staying in the air a little bit longer you know what i mean like there was so much that happened that scene when she showed the video that i wished we had a little bit more time to like again like this this student showing this pretty traumatic video of another student of her sister and then just immediately apologizing i think at school, that would be something to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, like her parent, her her dad should be pretty upset about it. Like, her friends should be like looking at her differently. I, you know, like so Man, much. Let's not forget Little Miss Princess Nokia, whoever the hell that was. I, was I felt so old. I had to look her up. I was like, like this real? Wow, I am. I was like, this and I'm listening real? to the music, and I'm like, this sounds like something I would listen to. I have no idea who you are. But like, she decided to just continue playing along, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Right? Oh. Like, okay, all that drama. No. Anyway, I'm like, she literally, wait, she literally said, "Well, I don't know what y'all got going on over here, but we're here to have fun." I said, "Did you not just watch that traumatizing video where a girl was locked in the?" I think that's okay. that's that's literally is what the episode did. It was like this was this could have been the end of the episode, or you know, something to like yeah. unpack, but. Everything it felt keep like going. they built themselves to something, and it almost like they almost didn't know how to de-escalate from there. They're like to get hey. to what they were trying because I think they wanted to get to the re final resolution, hopefully final resolution between Zoya and Julian, which, which I think it makes sense that this is it, it. did take time for them. It was like they had to resolve the like you know what we're from two different worlds, and they had to resolve you know what you have Ob we're not meant to, and now it's like the mom of it all kind of right like that whole just like being sisters they were able to like resolve that and now i think they can genuinely just move forward but i'm like well what what it is just the way they got there was a little chaotic but 
I almost feel like this this show kind of like an episodic show, like a sitcom, like resets every episode or something. Because I'm like, I think there would be long term effects in the school. It's like uh, Luna or Monet use Zoya's phone to sext to send this, you know, picture of her to everybody. And now this, I felt like it would paint a picture of Zoya. You know what I mean? And I feel like Zoya would be pretty upset. You know, she already was. Well, we we saw that she was being like cyberbullied or whatever. True, true. And then she did want to leave uh, the school. I don't think it was the last episode. Maybe it was the second episode or something like that. Uh-huh. It's just I feel like all that would have some effects long term, and the fact that she just like quickly was like, all right, well, like they just she just forgave it like that. It just again, there was like, even if they were eventually gonna be good again, just they needed a little a beat or something yeah. for her to be really. They upset. needed an extra scene or two, or maybe just an episode of just like fallout i don't fuck with you right you know you know yeah um yeah yeah because i I, now that i think about it it, it's almost similar to the original gossip girl where like the first four episodes serena and blair are like not cool with each other and it isn't until i think the fourth or fifth episode once Blair like realizes like oh your brother and all this and whatnot and like i didn't understand everything you were going through then they sort of like come back together mostly stay that way throughout the course of the series um it was interesting to see what i i don't know where they'll be headed especially now this like anti-bullying campaign um so we'll see how that goes um i mean yeah so much so much has been resolved or like review uh released or revealed like the video remember we were thinking like it might be more of a season finale thing in the video and it's like oh now that's what makes me believe that i think there's going to be some more tension with the dads Hmm. that's going to be like the thing well (laughs) preferably but um i think and that'll it's going to put the girls in a situation where they have to um choose, you know, oh, I gotta support my dad, whatever. I don't know. Potentially. Yeah. Now, speaking of dads, Julian's dad's girlfriend from the last episode, she's only in the one scene, I think. Um, But we learned a lot, or at least I felt like I learned a lot about her in that one scene. She's totally just gonna be like, oh, I'm using him, right? Probably. Because she casually mentions, like, I'm trying to get into my music career. Yeah, and something about her, the way she came across in this episode, seemed very. I mean, it could just be like I'm trying to like please you, but it came off in a like. I don't want to say gold diggery, but like a. Remember the parent trap? Mm-hmm. Is it the parent trap? The one where he's like the dad is like about to marry like a blonde lady. I think that it was giving that lady energy. I was like, finger, my fingers on you. I mean, that's potential, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you want to finally get to the max of it all, or is there other Yeah, let's get to max, about? yeah. Well, they did it. I mean, as soon as Rafa started, like, looking for him frantically, like, overly concerned about him, I was like, oh, they're going to they're gonna do it. They're going to fuck in this episode. I thought they were just going to go in as, like, a strictly, like, mentor like looking out for you like no we knew that honestly like a paternal 
situation, which would have been so weird because of sexual tension. Um, and I and I almost they were almost there. They were almost there, Dallas. They were almost there. I could have forgiven the kiss because he had told them stop. Yeah. And then they said fuck it, and I said wait what? No. No. What? No. This is illegal. It's wrong. It's, I mean, trigger warning. It's statutory rape. Um, and you know, isn't he on drugs, Max? I mean, that's that's a whole another thing too. It's like this. There's so many. It's not a good look for Rafa. Like, that's gonna like go. It's gonna backfire in so many ways. It's a it's a minor. He's on drugs. He's under influence. Like. Kate textbook. I just don't like. I mean, yet yeah, literally, this is <laughs> new story. Like Storyline. <laughs> this. I mean, this is like that guy, right? That like hooked all those like black gay men. Yeah. You know, and the, like passed out dead. Um. R. I. P. Um. I mean, this is not that, but like, In you the can vein. see how it can be spun that way. Yeah. Um. I don't like the storyline, Dallas. I don't. I don't either. I'm wondering. Because now it puts them in a weird position because it's like, all right, I hope that I hope this is not something that continues, but then what happens now, you know? Like, what, they see each other at school. Is, is Max going to keep pursuing? Is Rafa going to keep pursuing? Yes. Max why do you think pursuing. Max wouldn't? Yeah. Max is going to keep pursuing. I'm going to tell you why Max is going to keep pursuing. Because Max, as he said, I don't get attached. I'm not boyfriend to you, right? he's very emotionally distant and guarded however he has shown a level of vulnerability with mr rafa yeah and the minute you do that you open it up your heart yeah and so he's gonna be like wait but i have feelings for you wait let's keep doing that and and gonna then be like no 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 and then they get drunk and do it again and then gossip girl catches it there's not like this is gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. This this is a storyline where like I'm not rooting for them. Absolutely not. It's not like there's there's no way that this storyline can end that's gonna make me feel like okay, Rafa, you're a good dude. No. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know how it can end in satisfa- satisfactory. Yeah, it's I not think- a mistake. Children make mistakes. Yeah, adults make calculated decisions. I think. I think Gossip Girl has to, you know, uh, rat it out, and then Rafa gets fired, and and then it's going to be the tension of, but like also like, it's the teachers. Yeah, like they. So it's like should we do it? We shouldn't. We don't know. But then it's also like, well, what conversation do they have with him? Of like, dude, you slept with a student. You know, it's. There's just so much more, and then it's like if they don't say anything, and they're just they're just implicit. And we've seen how these organizations, these institutions, um, over time have you know, in a more darker sense. There's just a lot here, and I feel like honestly, this is a storyline that didn't need to be done. Um, but I'm a watch. Um, I think that a better way to have served this storyline would have been Rafa trying to get him to reconnect with his dads. I, he mentions which one of his biological, one of them is his biological dad, but I didn't catch which one was 
I don't. That's. I'm guessing the straighter one, the straight acting. Why it had to be him? The mask one. I don't know. Just something about their <sighs> dynamic. Well, no, wait. Because he was super upset when he found out that he was cheating or he was on Grinder, and he outed him. So it seemed like he was more protective of the more effeminate dad. His mom, quote unquote. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah. know. But I, th- that's how you could have done this storyline and keep it from being this weird, icky thing, you know? But Was there anything like or that? Do, or do a, like a Boys Meets World when... Um, he ended up living with the teacher, right? Like, because his dad, like, disappeared. Um, like, that would have been fine. Like, it would have been awkward and there would have been many moments of, like, mm, this is uncomfortable, but, like, it wouldn't, as long as it didn't cross that down. Yeah. Um, do you think, was there anything like this in the original Gossip Girl? Any teacher, student, yes. romance? Yes. Did they go- um, in the second season... Dan, spoiler alert for a show that is already complete and already has a reboot. Um, in the second season, Dan uh, has a little situation with a young teacher. Um, I think it's like a three or four maybe. Um, it does get discovered. And then she's fired. I don't remember the full details of it, but yeah. Okay. And it, and they, you know, she was like young, like fresh out of college, young. Here I am. So they they try to romanticize it, you know, and whatnot. But at the time, like I mean, I was a different person back then. The world thought too, so it wasn't a thing. It was just like half a teacher. Now this is different. So yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We shall see. But yeah, it, it can't. The only way it can end is, you know, Rafa gets fired. Because if Max was a girl, right? If it was another girl, female character. Mm-hmm. This would be even more icky. Yeah. And I like, I get it. They're both gay, and it's like, oh my god, and they're attractive. They're hot, but like, no, no. I agree. But that's, you know, that's my hill to die on. I agree. I'm still enjoying the show. Um, I'm excited to see which direction they go into next. I don't I don't think I saw the preview for them. I actually don't know what um, I think we have two more episodes before they do, like, their little break. Um, I think. Or is it eight episodes? I think it's eight. But I'm not oh, sure. Never mind. I'm a liar. I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah. Any other um, final Dallas thoughts on the overall episode? No, I mean, it makes me interested to see what happens next because, like, so much wrapped up. I mean, at this point, no. I was like, oh, Obi could have broken up with Zoya. <laughs> you know, like, everything else, like, happened already. But I don't know. It's weird. So they're, like, officially a couple? Zoe, yeah. Oh, okay. That's not weird. Why? Wow. Oh, because he was like he just broke up with her. Yeah. And get it. I get it. He was emotionally already checked out of the relationship. You just got a relationship and now you're dating someone new. On top of it, it's your her sister. 
it was just like i mean again teenagers but yeah i'm like damn give it give it at least two or three episodes of like a post breakup like uh like flirt with her by all means but like you guys are like full swing couple yeah wow i'm gonna need them to right now that's what it is Obi is giving me Archie Andrews from the uh, Riverdale series, mm. who is like the least compelling of all the main characters, even though he's like the title character. The main yeah. character. Mm. Um, where it's just like he's just like this bland. I'm. They're telling me he's complex, but there's nothing really complex. And you're always kind of like Archie, feels such a little white ass down. Like, I think the actor is like part Native American part. that would be interesting but on the show he's white yeah um but yeah so I I think I, they they need to do more there because it's giving the worst qualities of Nate from the original series with none of the upside because he's the least attractive dude on me, in my opinion would you say so Obi, yeah, he's definitely the least interesting by far. If there was a attractive, but also that. Yeah, if there were an episode, and hopefully there won't be like that was mostly from his POV. That would be a very uninteresting episode. It's like, oh, let's follow yeah. Obi walking around. Yeah. I feel like I can already tell like what his episode would be. It's gonna be something to do with his family and the Absent. pressures of being like it's gonna be very that like it's that's been done literally on Gossip Girl yeah. to death. That's not the original. It's like, I don't, whatever. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know what's happen what's gonna happen in the next episode because they burned through so much plot. So we shall see. And then what does the season two look like? That's gonna be interesting. Just a new school year. There'll be like some new love interest. Julie won't get a new love interest. Yeah. Um, they'll probably dive deeper into Monet and Luna. I'm getting the sense that Monet and Luna are going to be very like peripheral characters for the most part, very like plot moving the plot along, but not like you know the way Audrey like we've seen her mom. We got like this relationship like they're main characters, but they're not main. Yeah. Characters. But I can see in season two, based on what I'm seeing, fan reception it probably develop them a little. Yeah, no, I get that. All right. Well, that is episode four. Girl starts with fire or something. No. Fire starts no. with Z. No. Girl walks. Fire walks with Z. Fire walks with Z. Yes. Speaking of which, <laughs> um, because the fire. Fire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. So that's all I have. Same. That's all you got? All right. Well, can't wait to see the next episode and see what new mess happens. Um, summer's almost over. Oh, my goodness. There might be an actual fire out there. Can't wait to see what else happens. And um, make sure you do your homework. Are we doing a lesson? Oh, right. I forgot. The Damn, lesson. Just... Go ahead. I guess I'm just going to steal the Julian, you know, like if you ask a question, to be prepared for the answer and give somebody space, even though, you know, that's for a very specific plot line. It's not the main overarching. But yeah, like I 
like if you're asking for information like if somebody's queer you know whatever are you cheating you know whatever like just be prepared for the answer give them the space to answer honestly yeah i think i like that that's that is actually even though that's not the central yeah that's a central plot but it's plot or like theme of the episode because sometimes you can ask a question and the way you ask it is like closed like you're already judging you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you're not gay are you like they're not gonna be like yeah you know yeah be a little bit more reticent so yeah and that's exactly what audrey does she just straight up just has that moment just like i should just ask him yeah instead of like he's mind game um what lesson did I take away from this episode? I'm trying to, that was a good one. Um, I think for me, it's sort of just like letting go of the hurt. I think Zoya and Julian have both hurt each other over the course of the series thus far, even like four episodes in. Um, and even though they like are at the beginning of the episode, we're like in like a okay place from Zoe's perspective, there was still a lot of like fresh hurt. And even if Julian is trying to move forward, you know, she was going to send that didn't. I mean, thinking about like, well, why not? Potentially, she still heard about the whole fallout that they had, maybe about her dating Obi, who knows? But like, it isn't until they're able to release themselves of those shackles, like you could say that they're able to like finally by the end of the episode like share like a little birthday spa or whatever at Julian's place. Um, so really just letting go and accepting the things that have happened and moving forward, which is a personal goal of mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were just talking about that. There you go. Right? I'm like, <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at Come that. Come on. Come on, uh, art and life imitating each other or some, some shape and form. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, so we'll see what happens in the next episode. And with class is dismissed. Keep bouncing and behaving. Bye.